Want ideas to grow your ministry and engage your supporters? Coming to you from QT4CM.org. This is the Quick Tips for Christian Ministry podcast. And here's your host, David Allen. We have organizational coach Dr. Ken Thiessen of Power of One Consulting with us again to give us his insights on managing team conflict and anxiety in a healthier way. Ken is the author of several books, and today we are focusing on his first book, The Anxious Congregation. Ken has shared his insights with us in seven previous QT for CM episodes, and these all dealt pragmatically with that elephant in the room, Christian ministry teams that are experiencing internal conflict, and more importantly, what to do about it. Ken, thanks for joining us again today. Thank you, David. In this podcast series, we've been talking about the ways in which anxiety manifests itself in churches and ministry organizations, and uh, a lot of the news has been kind of negative, you know? And so what I want to do today as I close out this podcast is to say, how do you move and what does a healthier organization, a healthier congregation look like in terms of how they manage anxiety? Well, it starts with this. Healthy congregations and healthy ministries talk to people, not about them. So if I've got an issue with you, I'm going to talk right directly to you. I'm not going to talk about you to somebody else. Another thing that characterizes organizations and churches and ministries that manage anxiety in healthier ways is they don't assume that silence implies consent. In fact, what they will do is they will mine for conflict. If everybody is silent, they will prod and probe and try and draw out the feedback. Congregations and ministries that manage anxiety well value, nurture, and encourage differing points of view. They realize that no one person has the complete corner on the truth. And so they want those differing points of view because they recognize that it's in the diversity of opinions and input from people in the group that the group functions better. Another thing that they do is they work hard to maintain strong relationships even when they disagree and particularly when it's messy. And let's face it, church life and ministry life is messy. It's not neat and tidy. We'd like it to be neat and tidy, but it's messy. Organizations that manage anxiety well have little tolerance for secrets and secrecy. So if somebody comes to them and they say, you know, I've got something that you can't tell anybody else, they're going to cut it off right there. Because they realize that all that does is and by tolerating that, those secrets and kind of promoting that secrecy, is it spreads the anxiety throughout the system. Another thing that characterizes churches and ministries that manage anxiety in healthier ways is they recognize that everybody contributes to the healthy and the unhealthy functioning of the congregation and the ministry. So blame is shared. And they recognize that removing the problem person, quote unquote, doesn't fix things because the problem is bigger than one person. Another thing that they do is they say no to the overfunctioners and they hold underfunctioners accountable to do their share of the work because they recognize that the body functions best when every part does its part. Now, if you're a leader in an organization, whether you realize it or not, you are the key. 
So if you're a pastor, a board member, uh, a leader in a ministry organization, you are the key to your organization, your ministry, your church, managing anxiety in a healthier way. The more you as a leader can manage your own anxiety in healthier ways, the better your whole church, the whole ministry is going to do in managing their anxiety. So the key for you as a leader, as a pastor, is to recognize your own anxiety, to be able to name it for what it is, and then to manage it in healthier ways. Don't resort to some of the unhealthy ways that we've talked about in this in this podcast. And the greater you are to allow people to self-differentiate and to have an opinion different than yours, but stay relationally engaged with them, that's going to have a profound impact on the entire culture of the church because you really model something. And you say, you know what? It's okay if we don't agree on everything. We're committed to a bigger cause, and we're going to work at how do we stay connected relationally, especially when we disagree. The other key is to recognize the ways in which others in your church or your ministry try to pass you the hot potato of their anxiety, demanding that you carry it for them. And that takes practice, learning how different people do that. And what takes even more courage is to say, no, I am not going to carry. I'm not going to take this hot potato of anxiety from you. I'm going to leave that with you. One thing about churches and ministry organizations is that health begets health. So healthy churches attract healthy people. Healthy ministry organizations attract healthy people, whether they're staff or volunteers. Chronically anxious people will run from healthy congregations because healthy congregations and healthy ministries call people on their unhealthy patterns of managing anxiety. Now, here's the other thing, is that healthy people run from chronically anxious congregations because they won't put up with the anxious patterns. And so as much as anxiety is a fact of life, it's a part of all of our experience, and as much as so often we manage it in ways that are not always healthy and don't reflect loving God and loving other people, there is hope. And I speak from personal experience. I had to learn this myself as a pastor and as a ministry leader, and I still have to wrestle with it. It's not something that you kind of can say, oh, I've got that fixed. I never have to worry about it again. Actually, the day that I am recording this podcast, I am going into a very intense board meeting tonight. There is lots of anxiety in there. And so I'm spending a good part of my day trying to pay attention to my own anxiety and say, what would it look like for me to manage my anxiety in a healthy way so that I don't project that onto the rest of the board and lead us down a path that will ultimately be unproductive and and will not honor God and will not honor the other people in the room. So I hope you found this podcast series helpful. And again, if you're interested in Checking out, uh, you know, getting an online survey in terms of how anxiety manifests itself in your organization, you can visit my website at www.anxiouscongregation.com. Be happy to engage you, or you can pick up my book online at Amazon. Uh, It's available in paperback or Kindle version. So thanks, and God bless you as you seek to manage your own anxiety and lead in a way that honors God, honors other people, and significantly impacts the lives of the people that you're called to serve and love. That was Dr. Ken Thiessen of Power of One Consulting. 
You can get the links to Ken's diagnostic survey for ministry teams and congregations and his resources through our show notes at qtforcm.org. We would like to thank the sponsor of this podcast, the Great Commission Foundation. The Great Commission Foundation provides financial management, administrative services to ministries, and handles charity donation receipting and government compliance in both the United States and Canada. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Quick Tips for Christian Ministry podcast. We would value your feedback by taking our one-question survey. You'll find the link in our show notes at qtforcm.org. Until next time, be encouraged. God is with us. Serve with joy.